Good afternoon, good morning. It's Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we talk to the leading agencies, technology partners, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, but most importantly, drive customer loyalty. It allows uh, for a unique and deeper insight into some of the challenges that we are seeing from our brand community as we meet with them regularly. Uh, we use these loyalty live sessions as a way to address these challenges and opportunities and help brands understand and evaluate uh, some of the platforms, uh, technologies, and uh, best practices that may help them ameliorate some of the situations they find themselves in. And today we have the pleasure of speaking with Travis Markle. He is a Chief Experience Officer at Arivia. How are you, Travis? I'm doing great, Mark. Thank you. Good. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. When we start these, we like to uh, start them on a little more personal note, uh, get a little bit of a background of you, maybe your background, your history, uh, even a passion you may have, a fun fact. Do you like to jump out of planes? Do you hunt rattlesnakes down in Arizona? And what's a fun fact about you? Well, I'll start off with the professional side. As you noted, I'm the Chief Member Experience Officer for Arivia. I've been here about three years, but my experience in and around the business of travel and loyalty um, goes back uh, really a dozen years or more. I spent time with CX Loyalty, CTM's loyalty program, running some of the marquee loyalty programs um, that are household names. Um, I've been in the business of, of travel and contact centers coming up on 30 years. I'll celebrate 30 years, having started on the front line uh, 30 years ago with what was then America West Airlines as, a, as an agent. So I've really seen uh, loyalty and travel and contact centers from a variety of levels. So I guess fun fact on the personal side, I grew up in Alaska. I tend to get a lot of uh, mileage out of that at cocktail parties and invariably it leads to conversations around uh, the number of daylight hours, the weather, dog sleds and fishing. And fishing happens to be a passion of mine. I was just up in September having fished the Kenai Peninsula for a week. Okay, great. Uh, no uh, questions about gold mining? I suppose those pop in every now and then. And bears. Bears are inevitable. As well. Bears, yeah, yeah. I'm a big gold rush guy. My my son and I like to watch that. So just the kind of the uh, Alaska Klondike uh, discussion, I think that would have been the question I'd ask, but that, who knows? Um, well, great. Well, thank you very much for that background on you. Uh, for Revia, can you tell us a little bit more about what you guys do, how you do it? You talked about some of the, the, the programs and uh, processes you guys run. Love to know a little bit more about Revia. Yeah, Arivia is really in the business of providing loyalty, booking, marketing solutions to consumer-facing companies, and really around driving exceptional value through travel and lifestyle benefits. So we help our partners uncover new revenue streams, drive growth through additional touch points. Uh, we encompass a wide variety of industries. We have um, vacation ownership partners. We have lodging partners. We have financial services partners. And we have government and military uh, employee partner programs as well. So really, in most cases, we do have some of our own brands, but in most cases, we're operating behind the brands of others. So really think of us as an extension of a partner's brand in their loyalty strategy. Okay, great. And when you look at customer loyalty, we always like to get an understanding of what customer loyalty means to the individuals we speak with from a you know qualitative perspective. You know, what does customer loyalty mean to you and to Arivia? Yeah, so we rally around a, a simple thought, and that is to be the um, first, best, and most logical choice for travel and lifestyle benefits. And that goes beyond currency. Really, if um, 
if customers are just coming to you when they have currency, you may not have loyalty. We really endeavor to create touch points and a call to action to come back logically for anything having to do with travel and lifestyle. We believe it's the ultimate expression of, of loyalty and we invest a great deal of time not just booking travel as customers come to us, but really understanding dormancy and what it, what it takes to drive folks towards consumption. Ultimately, that consumption leads to resumption of the elongated business relationship, and that's really our core goal. Okay, great. When you look at uh, the challenge of customer loyalty, uh, you know, we have a, a unique uh, association. We have the brands, we have the great technology partners and consultants and agencies like Arivia as well. So we see kind of a cross section between them. Uh, a lot of challenges right now, whether it's uh, personalization or having uh, unique experiences or relevant experiences. You know, what do you think the biggest challenge or even the biggest opportunity for customer loyalty is today? Yeah, so um, like many companies, we struggled to understand consumer intent over the last two years, right? So there could be a desire to engage, but a lack of ability to engage as suppliers were canceling or uncertainty was afoot in their, in their you know, vacation dream. Um, what we did a lot of during the pandemic, and it's really become kind of at the core of what we do, is to increase our listening posts. So I'm, I'm fond of saying if you want to get a true picture of loyalty, need to measure it against what we say to ourselves, things like internal call listening, what others say to us through the form of survey and other techniques, and then how customers uh, vote with their wallets. So we, uh, we've actually implemented a um, dedicated member engagement group that does nothing but actively listen to all of those sources of feedback. I think um, for a lot of organizations, they do each one of those things independently, but they don't really bring them together to get a full picture of what engagement and loyalty looks like. Um, we've made a concerted effort to really understand all those touch points, what folks are saying about us, what we're saying about ourselves and how they're voting with their wallet. Okay, excellent. I think yeah, you're a very salient point. Uh, that's one of the things that we see from a brand perspective and from a technology perspective, I, I think that the, the passive listening, hearing versus truly listening to and, and, and being able to action on it is something brands struggle with, but also technology partners struggle with it as well. We just had a, a very interesting call with some of the brand members of Loyalty 360 that who use a, a certain platform and just some of the challenges that exist, you know, that the technology is not listening to the brands, which doesn't enable the brands in there, uh, you know, therefore to truly listen to the customers. Yeah. And, you know, integrating, uh, you know, new listening posts like social media, right? If you're not, if you don't have an active strategy to really be monitoring that listening post, you may not be getting uh, the full story, right? Because arguably digital acquisition of information through survey has become somewhat oversaturated, right? The email surveys, the in-path surveys. So augmenting your strategy to really listen to non-traditional channels to get a full view is something pretty important. Absolutely. The industry that you work with, um, when you look out, you know, six months a year, maybe even uh, longer than that, how do you think customer loyalty, loyalty program strategy will evolve for these brands? Yeah, you know, a lot of what we saw over the course of the last two years um, had a lot to do with doubling down on service consistency. So it's cliche to say that uh, folks will gravitate to good service, but the reality is um, those organizations that are going to get caught flat-footed through uh, lack of proper staffing, lack of focus on knowledgeable associates um, are going to damage the long-term loyalty uh, of members. Um, for our part, during the pandemic, 
we took kind of a safe powder or keep dry powder approach. So rather than rushing to the bottom and, you know, and cutting costs, we knew that part of the comeback story was going to be to protect and preserve our service footprint and invest in it. So better knowledge bases, better learning management systems, better systems to fully integrate views of the customers. So, you know, when I look at winners and losers on the go forward, maybe I'm a bit biased because I'm the guy that oversees the 1700 associates and nine centers worldwide. But I think that the service delivery backbone is probably one of the most important things companies can focus on and invest in to drive their long-term strategy. Okay, excellent. Uh, when you look at a trend or maybe a technology uh, or even maybe a process or idea that you think should be or is very important for brands to be considering with regard to customer loyalty, you know, what might that be? Yeah, so um, one of the investments that we are actively making, we're part, part of the way on this journey, is to really better understand um, all of the interactions with a customer, irrespective of their channel of choice. Channel of choices are great, you know, their SMS, their chat, their email, their voice, and, and, and other mechanisms. Um, a lot of companies have bolt-ons, right, where they're, where they're actively looking at um, customer interactions in that single channel, but they don't do a really good job of bringing them all into one look. Why is that important? Because if you're a frontline associate, what you want to be able to see is how has this customer interacted with my marketing outreach? Have they chatted with me? Have they sent me an email? Do I have a survey or an escalation from this customer? So bringing all of those touch points into it, I call them different windows into the same room, bringing all of that information into the associate's hand in a single view is one of the things that we believe is deadly important to understanding the customer. At the end of the day, the customer wants to be known and understood. And the best way we can drive that, um, at least from the contact center and service delivery standpoint, is giving our associates all that information at their fingertips. Absolutely. When you look at uh, KPIs or benchmarks that uh, your customers are focused on, are there certain ones that they are you know, uh, you know, more laser uh, focused on, more interested in? And, and if so, you know, how do you partner with them to help meet their goals with regard to these KPIs, these metrics, these benchmarks? Yeah, so it, it, you know, what's important to all of them is driving additional touch points and augmenting kind of their core product with an additional enhancement to the value proposition. For a hotelier, for example, it might be adding really high value air and car or cruise experiences to their brand. Um, for others, it could be driving an arrival, a return to their, their resort property through augmentation of value in what we provide. Um, in some cases, it has to do with helping partners augment their core loyalty program with uh, non-funded currencies to drive down their balance sheet liabilities. So, you know, that was a long way around the barn of saying, in all cases, it has to do with expanding the touch points and driving incremental volume outside of their core product. And in some cases, it has to do with driving down the cost of their loyalty program or driving um, returns into their ecosystem so that they can um, they can monetize the partner relationship. Okay, so when you, you look at that opportunity, you know, is there a piece of advice or uh, kind of uh, you know something that you recommend to brands that they can action on because making it very simple for them to make uh, kind of that first step to get iterative enhancement. There's something that that you advise them to do uh, when they're looking to enhance these customer loyalty or customer experience strategies. Yeah, you know, we, um, you know, I've referenced it earlier, if all you're doing is trading currency for discount, that's a pretty limited view of loyalty. 
So we work with our partners and augment what we know about them with what the partners know about them to really get kind of a holistic view of their consumption patterns. So for example, if we have a customer that has a great deal of benefit accrued, but has not yet consumed, that to us is, a, is a, an alert, right? That's a trigger to do something. Um, and a lot of what we're doing these days is as much as I love technology as an enabler, a lot of what we're doing these days is human to human touch, human to human outreach and finding a lot of success. So when we talk to our partners in the effort to drive their, uh, their loyalty program, we do things like seek permission to contact their customers because we want to do things like explain how your benefits work, get you on your next vacation dream. And, and kind of build a caring relationship that goes beyond today's transaction. Okay. And last question, when you look at brands who are looking to redo their customer loyalty program, they want to reimagine it, you know, are there things that they should be considered, uh, they should consider when they're reimagining their loyalty programs to, to make sure they're getting the most of that of the customers there to, to you know, enhance and kind of a, uh, their customer lifetime value to, to you know, make it that next gen, that, truly unique offering. Yeah. So, you know, there's been a lot of talk about uh, product ubiquity, unlimited SKUs, right? In the loyalty space, customers wanting to book, um, use their, their currencies for anything, anywhere, at any time. Um, that's, that's part of our continuing journey, augmenting our portfolio with new and different types of products. But I would kind of go back to one of my earlier points. One of the most important things that I believe any, any brand can do is stop looking at their loyalty program success in the form of how many points are being consumed and really looking at what happens outside of that currency ecosystem. If you haven't put yourself in a position to understand what customers are doing when they run out of currency and they're doing with their everyday spend, you're not getting the full view. So our counsel to partners is really to allow us and to collaborate with us to um, to really fully understand consumption patterns, not just within the confines of the loyalty program, what are they doing when they don't have any more benefits? If we can get to that place, that's, that's nirvana, right? Being the first, best, and most logical call to action for any travel and lifestyle experience, whether you're carrying currency or not. Okay, interesting. Well, Travis, thank you very much for taking the time to uh, speak with us today. It was great learning more a little bit uh, about Arivia, for, especially for those who may not know. And also, I think some of the approaches you have to enhancing customer loyalty from you know, enhancing and increasing listening posts, being able to action on that data and creating some simplicity in kind of the program constructs are you know, very important and very uh, you know, timely for our audience. So thank you very much for taking the time to share that with us today. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. And uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening today to today's uh, Loyalty Live session. Look forward to having you back again soon for another edition. Have a wonderful day. Thanks.